Hey. <laughs> I should have done this before. I did fix yours a bit. Oh, wait. You did fix this. I did, yeah. I need to fix mine now because I did it differently. How long did it take you to do that? How long did it take you I to fix I took the this? thing apart. <gasps> I took the whole thing apart. All right. <laughs> wait. Sorry. <laughs> Six Sev, back at it again. Hi, Val. Hi. I was waiting for your comment about the vans. <laughs> I forgot it, honestly. Back at it with the white vans. The white, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, today we have something special for you. We're going to be shooting the shit, part two, baby. <laughs> so, just to remind everyone. <laughs> this is so fucked up. While Val fixed their mic. You just, yeah, <laughs> you just, you talk. <laughs> We're going to be shooting the shit. Um, so just to remind everyone, basically what we did in January for one of the episodes, it was our first ever episode. <laughs> Sorry. <Are you> good? <laughs> I'm good. Basically, what we're doing is shooting the shit. We're going to talk about whatever comes to our mind. That could be anything. It could be about our day. It Apples. could be about apples exactly green or red say the right one val huh green or red apples oh green okay good um (laughs) and yeah felt like a real test (laughs) the reason why we like to do shoot the shit episodes and why we had this idea was because when val and i have our conversations like outside of the podcast we always do it from different ideas like it comes randomly like certain conversations just come up and we feel like one of the best conversations that we can bring towards your attention is just shooting the shit and random shit random shit and not actual shit that would be disgusting but yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i like i mentioned last time oh my god but specifically why we're doing it today is because i told sarah i've had like a ridiculous week so I just kind of wanted to run through it because I think that, like, you'll find it really, I don't even know what you'll think of it, to be honest. I also don't know what this is, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we didn't talk about it before, which, like, normally we kind of preface a little bit, like, what we're going to talk about. And this one we did not. Okay. So, this week. It starts out kind of depressing. So just, like, okay, to preface. Do you want to take a drink first before you saw? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I already did. So <laughs> this whole week i've been like completely alone at work like i have i told my <laughs> i was on the phone with my mom and i was like i could have wore the same outfit every single day and nobody would have known because like i have been alone all week to the point where like the fact that you're here is like freaking me out because i have not like had any human interaction in like 7 days 
and it's really scary. Wait, but even like you live in New York, so like, is it more? I it, mean, it, you mean like someone this close to you who you know? You no, I just mean them. like sitting, like spending more than five seconds with somebody. Because like obviously, like I've gone to the grocery store. I've got it's like it's not like I've seen nobody, but like I haven't had a conversation really. Like the most of like a conversation I've had is like talking to the window guy about the windows and talking to you know. So it feels like I haven't like seen anybody. So, um. I, because I, you know, everybody thinks I'm an introvert, like a massive introvert and like feed off of like being alone, which like I do sometimes, but like I'm a total like ambivert, like with everything in my life, I'm like pretty like equal, like I'm like 50, 50. Can you explain what an ambivert is for people who may not know? Yeah, actually I'd like to like talk about what they are because I feel like people kind of misrepresent an introvert a lot and an extrovert a lot. And I could be wrong about it. I don't know, but. My understanding is that a introvert is somebody who it's not that they don't like to talk to people, but it's like when they talk to people, they run out of energy very quickly and they need to like go home and spend time alone so that they can like recharge and regain their energy. And then an extrovert is somebody who when they're with people, they gain energy depending on who they're with. But most of the time they gain energy by like having other people around them. So an ambivert is the middle, like somebody who needs both. So like depending on the day, you either gain energy from the people that you're with or you're around people who are like way too much for you and then you need to go home and like relax for a little bit, right? Is that kind of your understanding? I couldn't have said it any better than that. Okay. Like that was okay. like on point. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, so I'm an ambivert. So I had a very hard time at my last job where I was like with the people constantly and like they always felt the need to like make small talk which we all know I don't enjoy um and then like I was just like constantly with people like I never had a second alone like if I'm with people all day which is totally fine I don't care but like let me eat lunch alone like let me do one thing alone out of the day you know like I don't need to be constantly surrounded by people um but then when I'm like totally isolated I'm like losing my mind like I I'm like sitting at my desk like my mind is running a million miles an hour and like I just need somebody to kind of like focus me in a little bit like I was texting Raya actually and I was telling her about like how like I just can't focus like I'm just like all over the place um and I was and she was like well what normally helps you and I was like well being like working around people like we don't need to be talking but having somebody else there who's working with me helps a lot so um, I ended up like going to the office this week and like working in the office and both days I was in the office. Nobody else there. Nobody else there. It was like a ghost town. Yeah. I mean, our office is like in one of those. I don't know what it's called. Like a, there are like multiple offices in the floor and we have just like one of the units. But like there was nobody in, from my company there. And I was like, OK, well, this is sad. <laughs> like like I come to hang out with like our office manager and like she's not there <laughs> wait so where were they again oh she was at home oh why weren't they in the office though she works from home sometimes oh okay so this was just like a coincidence yeah like, it just really so happened and then like we have like a lot of things going on at the moment so we have a bunch of jobs that are closing out so like my bosses are very busy totally understandable totally get it but it's just like I just haven't seen anybody oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so 
that's how my week started and well uh, that's how the week has been um and then on top of that i've been in like a total and you can psychoanalyze this because you're the therapist (laughs) (laughs) i've been like dissociating Mm -hmm. constantly like in a total like even right now i can feel it happening like i just feel like i'm like out of body like this isn't real this isn't happening i'm like seeing it from like an outsider like this feels very strange to me um and (laughs) i think i think i texted you about this but it like i've been going through a lot in january and i haven't really realized it um but like i've been dissociating a lot and for people who don't know what that is maybe you can explain this one better than i can well how about you explain what happens to you when you dissociate and then i can kind of compare it like okay. I can put a definition on it. Okay, yeah, because I'm sure there are, like, multiple, like, kinds. Um, but basically dissociating, for me, has been, like, the fact... And I've never experienced it before this year, but it's been happening to me a lot. Um, and it's basically, like, I get so overworked and so stressed out and so in my head that, like, the only way my mind kind of knows how to, like, work is to separate itself from my body and it sounds so crazy and it sounds so weird, but it's like there was one time I was walking down the street with one of my friends and I literally felt like I could see us walking from like a bird's eye view. Like that's how it felt. Like I just like felt like I was seeing myself and it was like it felt very um, it felt like very simulation like like I felt like I was pulling myself out of the simulation like my head was pulling myself out and I could see the game. It was freaky. And it still feels like that sometimes. Like this past weekend, I was like having a very emotional weekend. I was seeing my college friends again. And um, I got home and it felt like none of it happened. Like it wasn't real. I don't know. I've been kind of like in this wave of like feeling things like that. And then like going and being like depressed and anxious and like my constant state. Like I, I put a joke on threads today. And it was like, I said, are there seriously people in this world that don't experience a constant wash, rinse, repeat cycle of stress, anxiety, and depression? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I s- saw that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You're right on the mark, though, <laughs> about this. <laughs> There's so many different definitions. It all means the same thing. Literally, like you said, it's like an out-of-body experience. It can be very uncomfortable. And it can be actually, the emphasis of it, too, is confusing. Um, I don't know if you felt that way when it happens. It just feels like a weird feeling when it does happen. Some people can recognize why and when they're dissociating. Um, how I interpret it too is whenever there's a stress, um, a stressor, when you have a stressor, what comes after that? Your automatic thoughts. What comes after that is feelings. What comes after that is the outcome of the feelings which is dissociation sometimes. All of these things can also happen at the same time. I'm just kind of saying it in a CBT kind of realm, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Anyways, I'm getting too much into therapy. Um, (laughs) Dissociation, though. No, it's helping. (laughs) Dissociation, though, and also it's to turn negative thinking patterns into positive thinking patterns. That's really what CBT is, like challenging those negative behaviors. Oh, I thought you meant dissociating, and I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) But dissociation does happen. And basically, whenever I believe that um, there's a stressful, uh, stressor response, right? How you respond to to a typical stressor that is happening right now, some people dissociate because they either try to 
go away from the stressor, whatever's causing them stress, or they, it's like, it's so interesting. Your mind works. Your brain is so interesting. That's why I think psychology is just, oh, it's amazing. But anyways, I'm going off the the ramp here. (laughs) Um, Your body basically, think about it this way. You're on a pathway during dissociation. You're on a pathway and all of a sudden you just get off that path without you actually controlling it. It just like happens. So it's kind of like you're walking, but you're not thinking about walking. You just do it. And some people who dissociate, it could come from a trauma response too, meaning if they're severely anxious, let's say they have a panic attack, let's say they have an anxiety attack, and the reason that they do that because it could be a protective factor for them. When you dissociate from a stressor, you're going away from what's causing you to feel scared, to, to feel afraid, to feel depressed, to feel upset, and when all of this is happening, you dissociate. You try to go away from the source of what's causing you that feeling. And some people are able to do it on purpose and some people just do it right away without them actually controlling it because that's also a protective factor. That's You're protecting yourself from continuing to feel that emotion. It's, it's also from trauma too. Um, when people go through a lot of trauma in the past, I've seen this a lot too where people just, they have these instincts without them controlling it. It can be helpful in some sense when doing it, but it also can be harmful as well because sometimes, like I say, when you go farther away from the stressor, the underlying problem never gets solved and it's just a cycle. It keeps on going, but in the moment, you're protecting yourself and it also can relate to a fight or flight response. But anyways, that is my um, interpretation of dissociation and some people, you know, your body just reacts to it and I think it helps people in the moment too and for some other people it's it's a weird feeling it could be uncomfortable because it's basically something that your body is doing where you usually sometimes don't have control over in the moment when it starts yeah like you were saying that some people can kind of recognize that they're in it and then like take themselves out yeah I recognized that I was in it but I couldn't take myself out of it yeah. I was like, whoa, what is like what is going on? Yeah. Did you ever feel like and I'm not therapizing you. Did you ever <laughs> did you ever like feel though like when you were in that out of body experience when you noticed you were dissociating? I mean Yeah. And you couldn't you said you couldn't take yourself out, right? Yeah. You couldn't take yourself out of that that moment. Right. Right. So when you were in that experience how exactly like did you feel like what was going through your actual body like was your heart beating fast or did you like not feel or think anything I didn't feel or think any of it because specifically I'm thinking of like the time I was walking outside and I like felt the bird's eye view like all I could think about was like how how is this possible right now like how is this happening because like genuinely I think I blacked out and saw myself like I didn't that was the only thing. It's like a blackout. Yeah. It's, it's literally like a blackout. Yeah. Though. It's like you can still see, but you're not actually seeing. Right. You know? It was kind of like I was tripping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Without no drugs, unfortunately. Without no drugs. <laughs> Without no drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, I remember that happened to me once. Um, and yeah. I liked it. 
I like. I liked it. Maybe that's why I became a therapist because <laughs> I was like, well, I need help. I need more of this. <laughs> I need help. No. Somebody teach me how to do this more. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's you know it's a it's a reaction off of I believe something, um, in your life that has caused your body maybe significant stress in the past or currently, um, or that you're thinking about a lot and your body's just reacting in this way to protect you in the moment. Yeah. And I think that because like all of this has been happening with the dissociating, um, and then the fact that I was like alone all week at work, I felt like I've been living in the matrix. Like, I'm just like, nothing's real. I still feel it. Like, I can still feel it happening right now. Like, it's just like, nothing's real. Like, this is the thing, too, that's been happening. My brain has been, like, blacking out more than usual. Like, I'm forgetting words. I'm forgetting numbers. Like, I can't remember shit. How old are you? More than usual. (laughs) I am 27. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Also, my body has been so achy. I thought you were going to make fun of me for this because you're going to be like, you're old. Like, you're (laughs) just falling apart. But I genuinely feel like I'm falling apart. I'm dissociating. I'm forgetting everything. And my body fucking hurts. Like, everything hurts. So I feel like I'm crumbling to pieces. And you have a fucked up knee. (laughs) And I have a fucked up knee. Thank you. Yeah, everybody, I misaligned my kneecap. Let me know how that happens. (laughs) I was, like, really thinking about should I say it? Should I not say it? It's okay. I've been walking around telling people I got a bum leg, so. My mom actually needs a new knee, so maybe you guys could (laughs) hang out. doctor. Hang out. (laughs) Oh, God. You're only two years older than me. Yeah. Well, you have to look forward to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so on top of that, so going along with the fact that I am just like injured everywhere, I was sleeping the other night, and you know when you wake up to a Charlie horse? Oh, yeah, that's the worst. I have a story about that. Go ahead. I had two. I had one in each leg at the same time. But where, where in your leg? In my calves. It's always in my calves for me. And it's, like, it was one of those things, too, where it, like, it felt kind of like I was, like, being, I don't don't know if this is normal, but it felt like I was kind of being, like, psychic in the moment because I was, like, this is going to happen multiple times and it's going to be painful as hell. And I felt it, like, in waves. It was, like, one, two, three Charlie horses. And I was, like, screaming. I was in that much pain. It was, let me ask you this, before that happened, were you stretching at all? No. The reason why I asked this is because I used to get Charlie horses every morning and it's <laughs> when I would stretch and I would always get them when I stretched in my calves and now I can't stretch anymore in the morning and it's so sad because I love stretching. So that's why I asked you if you stretched before you got this. But I don't think it has to do with stretching. Like my sister stretches every single night and she doesn't get Charlie horses every night. No, that it happens to me. I literally, I, I don't want I, I like stretch in the morning. I, push this down or I used to and then all of a sudden my calves would just uh, I would get Charlie horses yeah. in the morning it would only happen in the morning you've never gotten it in the middle of the night nope jeez I'm like fucked up <laughs> <laughs> 27 <laughs> no it's been happening since I was a kid okay are you drinking enough water no okay anyway moving on <laughs> sorry I'm trying to find the solution I always do this <laughs> I'm just trying <laughs> to express 
all of there my is a issues, process. <laughs> all of my issues, and Sarah's got an answer for everyone. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about your Charlie horses, though. Those like hurt so much. It's okay. I hate them. Like that is my top ten hate list in my in the world. Like war <sighs> and Charlie horses <laughs> <laughs> and math. Like I hated math. <laughs> I liked algebra. I think I said this before. <laughs> Oh, I had the best math teacher. Okay, I have a few more things that happened. Damn, what the fuck happened to you this <laughs> week? I'm telling you. Okay, so this is just kind of a random thought that I had that I wanted to share. So you know that new grocery store that's around the corner from me that we went to to try and find drinks but, like, didn't? Yes. Yeah. So um, they just opened a new grocery store, and it's the one I go to because it's literally around the corner. Um, So it's just, like, the closest one that has most of the things I need. And it's kind of like a game because every time I go in there, they switch everything around. So I can never find anything. This is also why I feel like I'm living in a matrix because these people are fucking me up. Are you sure it's actually happening in real life and you're not? No, it's 100% happening because they didn't used to have like they switched the milk sections. I'm uh, yeah. Have you have you have you thought about death at all? I don't mean to be morbid. <laughs> I'm just saying when this happens to people, they think about, like, like heaven. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, some people, when they feel like they're dissociating in the moment or afterwards or all week, like, when weird shit happens, like you said, like, conspiracy, conspiracy theories, like, some people think of the afterlife, and it feels like someone's going through your body. Like, when you get those chills. Have you ever seen those like baseball movies when like that angel like went through that baseball player's yeah. body and he yeah. like went like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, gonna be a funny video. I'd say I only thought about it because it was mentioned in like a in something that I was watching. No, it was just a general question because I know some people do, and it's not like they're like they have suicidal ideation. I'm just saying that they just think about generally like afterlife right you know and not being here anymore yeah you know so yeah what's next on the list <laughs> okay so the next one was just like an annoyance i was at the bagel store this morning i was watching um i was watching somebody's like instagram video and this guy was like you know everybody talks about how like awful new york is and how awful new yorkers are and how everybody's so rude and like aggressive and whatever and the guy was like, they're they're totally incorrect because like New Yorkers, like adult New Yorkers are very kind. Like they always like look kind of pissed off when they're on their way to work. But otherwise, like everybody for the most part is generally willing to help each other out, which I find to be very true. Like unless I'm on like my way to work and I have to get there and you're in my way, I'm like gonna, I'm willing to help you out. But he was like, if you're out and about, when the kids are out of school, that's when all the shit happens. No, you're right. You're that's, definitely right. That's when everything just goes to hell. So, I was in the bagel store. Where are these parents? And it was literally, it was like, it was at least 10 kids who were in middle school, I'll say. And they were all just like screaming and yelling and like yelling from one side of the bagel store to the other. And they were trying to steal each other's chairs. And I was just like not having it. This really isn't an interesting story, but I'm just complaining about middle schoolers. (laughs) 
Listen, they're difficult sometimes. <laughs> but I was just looking at them like, was I ever like that? You know, I think I think we also have to think about too, though, is that this is in New York City, and this is in an urban, you know, community, and we grew up in a suburban area. So why I'm saying that is because I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but there was no way I was walking from our school to like Starbucks. Like that was like right far. or like the bagel shop. Yeah. Like we didn't. No, we weren't allowed to leave the premises. Basically, no, we could not leave. Like, we yeah. went on the playground for recess, then we went back to school. Our parents had to pick us up, or we went on the school bus, and yeah. our parents were right there to pick us up. Like, your parents had to be by the bus stop. Right. Or you had to go to the after-school program like I did, because my parents worked, and they weren't home. So, right. until they picked me up. So, I think that in New York City, I think parents give their kids more leeway. Like, the amount of stories that I've heard, like... Kids will go on the subways, right, to go home. But the thing is, they have more freedom. They have the the choice. Even though there's a rule, let's say a parent says to their kid, you have to come home right after school, right? But there's no school bus, let's say. There's school buses in New York City, but not a lot barely. of kids take it unless they have, like, IEPs um, or they barely take it Yeah. Um, in middle school and up. I don't know about elementary school. I think that's a little different. I think the parents have to pick them up. They're too young. But middle school, they have more of a leeway. They go on the subway, but they don't have to actually go home, right? And also, I will say this. um, A lot of kids, their parents work. Their parents work, and not everyone is a stay-at-home parent. And so, you know, if if your parents are not home, right, and you know your parents aren't going to be home for an hour— why don't I just go to Washington Square Park for an hour, right? And then go back home. They won't ever know that I'm gone. So I think that's the difference too. Like these, some of these like um, kids have more freedom that they're technically not allowed. Um, But I also think, you know, there's a problem with with parenting um, in regards to that. But then you could also say, well, if the parents have to work, they have to make money, then and they can't afford a babysitter, then what are they supposed to do? So, and when there's no after-school programs because funding's cut, it's a whole problem. Yeah. It's a whole problem. And then we get annoyed when all of these kids are screaming or yelling in a pizzeria and they don't know how to behave correctly, and they really shouldn't be out by themselves. It's really not safe for kids, honestly, in New York City to be alone unless they're a certain age, in my own perspective and opinion, if they're, like, 12 and under. Because what these kids do now, I mean, I don't mean to be, like, morbid, but a kid just passed away who was, like, 15 years old for subway surfing. And it's, like, it, it's the saddest thing. So I just went on a whole rampage with that. That's why we're shooting this shit. Um, but, you know, like you were saying, though, I think that it was just, for us, we had a stricter system. Like, we had to either go on a school bus, we... We're in an after-school program if our parents work, or we had someone at home. Yeah. And we lived in a suburban environment. We weren't going to walk a million, you know, miles to go home. Right. Yeah. No, we were just, like, constantly babysat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I see, like, all of the parents in the morning going with the younger kids to bring them to school, but, like, 
other than that, like normally the kids just walk in like pairs and go. Yeah. Mhm. Exactly. Did you tell you the last thing that happened? Yeah, what was the last thing? So the last thing is that after I went to the bagel store, I went back to site. Wait, did you get your bagel? I got I got my bagel. Okay, good. <laughs> I think the guy who like works the register likes me, so he like put my bagel order in before all of the kids. And so I got mine within like 5 seconds and I left. Which was nice. Anyway, um, so I get back to my desk. I eat my bagel. That's my lunch. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm working. And all of a sudden, like, my nose was running. And I told you that I thought, like, I had a cold this morning. So I was like, oh, like, you know, we might not be able to record today or whatever. But my nose starts running and I'm like, oh, that's weird. So, like, I grab a tissue and whatever. My nose is bleeding. Like, what is going on? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This is why I said, like, it just, like, progressively got weirder and weirder. Oh, and then on the way home, there was this guy cracked out on the street, screaming like he was being, like, beaten. But there was nobody around him. He was just walking down the street. Yeah, that's New York, I feel like, though. That is New York. That's normal. But, like, just on top of everything else, I'm like, why? You could write a book. (laughs) About your week, about this week. Honestly, it also reminds me of like what Mercury. Oh, Mercury this is retrograde. what me and Raya have been it's, talking it's, about. It's around this time, I believe, February, March. It happens. Okay, I think. But there was nothing happening the other week, and like everybody was having a bad week, and now I'm just like losing my damn mind. Well, everyone's different. I mean, no. I just think that your week, I totally get why you wanted to talk about this, <laughs> honestly. Because we we could have so many different conversations about your whole week. I think that in summary of your week, you you, you kind of like experienced living in a different dimension, in my opinion. Yeah. Like if it looks like it was like a different dimension, a different world in a different type of feeling you've never experienced before or you have but it was just more severe now or or like more like yeah (laughs) yep yep that is what my life has felt like like i've always kind of had this like simulation feeling especially the past couple years like i've always felt like that but like now it's even more so it's like oh i'm a part of the game and i'm being controlled and watched by something i don't know what it is but it's just like i feel it and like I felt like I've seen it. It's scary. It's it's a weird fucking feeling. It it's a weird fucking feeling. Do you ever feel like maybe I'm weird? Because when this has happened to me before, it was also like comforting. And I no, it is comforting yeah. in a sense because like when you said you mentioned like did I ever think about like the afterlife or death? And when you feel like you're in the simulation, the thought of death becomes like okay. It's like. It's like in the moment when you feel that, it's not scary, but then like talking about it, like when you hear it, it's like, oh, that's kind of like scary, but it's actually like not. And I'm not prefacing, I'm not saying that this is suicidal ideation whatsoever. This is not basically what it is. It's a simulation where in your head, in your mind, you feel like you're in a different world. You feel like this is an out-of-body experience and it's comforting. It's, it's, and you think, well, for me, and I know you said this too, you think about the afterlife, and it's nurturing. So you guys have all probably seen the Barbie movie. 
Wait, where are we going? <laughs> oh, oh, when she I know goes where we're going. to the other yes, world. Yes, I have to fix this. That's like that's kind of what it feels like. No, that's like that's it's really like it. I feel like I've been living in Barbie Land, and then all of a sudden I see that there's some other real place. Like it's not like I've seen it. I'm not like crazy, but I'm a little crazy. But um. It's like I felt it. Like I felt that there's something else there. Not aliens. That's not what I'm talking about, guys. And then, you know, when people talk about this, right, you also question, okay, like, is this happening because of, like, my brain and science reasons? Or is this happening because there is a... A soulmate somewhere else? (laughs) I was going to say an angel. Like, an actual (laughs) angel or someone, like, who's passed away in your life who's, like hovering over you and is like let's say like touching your your shoulder like and that's when you like feel this but then like okay let's get into it then if there's somebody who's like watching over you and i'm feeling this like major dissociation and they're pulling me out of my body to look at myself like is that their way of saying like look at you like you're fine like calm down or is that like them saying like disconnect yourself for a second and then we'll put you back in, and you just need to, like, relax. It could be, like, anything. I think it could be anything. I think it all depends on what you what you believe and what you really think it is. I guess it's, like, what you're going through. So, like, the reason why you're experiencing that. Yeah. And I think the most frustrating thing is, like, we might not ever know the reason why that happens, right? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm going to fucking find out. <laughs> <laughs> on my deathbed. But, yeah, I'm actually, like, really glad that you brought this up because I thought I was the only one who's experienced this when dissociating. Because, like, a lot of people dissociate. I know that. But a lot of people who've told me this have not ever brought up the afterlife or death or even the fact that it felt comforting being in a calming place or feeling calm, feeling nothing, basically. And when I say feeling nothing, I don't mean feeling numb. That's different. What I mean is that there are no painful emotions and you feel content, you feel safe, you feel okay. You feel okay. And, you know, it's... (laughs) (laughs) When you're in that place, when you're in that part of the dissociation phase. But it's... it's, um, I think that this was an insane week for you, but also very interesting. But also, like, I'm still sitting here, like, a- is it still happening? Like, I can feel it, but, like, is does this count? Like, I don't really know, because, like, I, I you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you splashed water on your face? I've washed my face. No, you gotta, like, splash water. <laughs> like, splash, like, splish, splash, I'm taking a bath <laughs> on Saturday <laughs> night, baby. Uh, you know that song, right? Uh, splish, splash, I'm oh taking yeah, a bath yeah, yeah. on Saturday night. the only reason why i say that is because i don't know if it would work but if you want to get out of this state it like wakes you up but like does it happen for this long to people i think everyone's different i mean it's been a week at this point where i'm just feeling or is it like i don't know that's the thing like i don't know am i dissociating or am i just like so anxious that i can't think you know yeah. I mean, it can be a lot of things. It can be depression. It can be anxiety. 
It could be a lot of different things all in one. It could also just be your body is just really fucking tired, too, and your mind is as well. Well, that's probably the thing, too, because, like, I texted you and I was like, I don't know if I can do this podcast because, like, I might, like, be getting a head cold. Because I went to bed last night and I was just, like, so exhausted. I fell asleep at 7 p.m. And I woke up at, like, in time to go to work at, like, 6.30. And I get up and my voice sounds like I'm just, like, it's so... Like, it sounded like I was, like, yeah, like, had strep throat. Like, I was, like, so. Yeah, it just sounds like that, honestly. Yeah. But there can be, like, a lot of different reasons. I, this won't last, though. I'll tell you, like, I don't think I've ever heard of someone being in this state for longer than, like, two weeks. Like, I think people would have moments where they feel like that, but they'll be able to get out of it. Yeah. You know. Can I ask you, have you done anything this week that, like, that gives you any type of positive or healthy stimulation? Well, no, so that that's the other thing, too, is, like, because I have a bum leg, normally in order to get out of this, I go to the gym, and I, like, burn a lot of my, like, <laughs> I was going to say I, like, burn a lot of my pain out of me, but, like, truly that's what I'm doing. I'm, like, you know. Does it help? Oh, yeah, for sure. It, like, grounds me, and I walk out of the gym feeling, like, fantastic. But I haven't been able to go to the gym in a couple of weeks because I hurt my leg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be it because I know you love the gym. So when also something's taken away, right, or you don't do something for long, it can feel a little off. Well, that's the thing. Like, I can't do anything. Like, I, my leg was hurting a lot. It's feeling a little better now, but it was hurting so much the past, like, I would say two weeks prior where, like, I couldn't even walk that much around the city like if my friends would come in i would have to like uber to the restaurant like i couldn't walk even to the subway because it was so painful so like i i haven't i just like haven't been moving my body at all i haven't been going outside like normally i go on long walks yeah no that makes sense honestly because if you think about it too our whole body's connected so when we have like a physical symptom or when we have an injury right it affects how we think. It affects how we feel. Yeah. So it, it can also just be all connected. And I also think that there's just been so many things that's been happening to you that you kind of just like hit a wall. Yeah. And now you're kind of just like sitting by the wall. And yeah. you're just there. I'm just like disconnecting. Yeah. Everything. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sarah, for this therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't it really, therapizing. <laughs> it really was supposed to be like a shooting the shit. But I was like, I got to tell you about my week. Like, it's just been... But this is how we would, like, normally talk to each other, too. Yeah. Like, this is how we would respond. And that's why we wanted to do, like, we wanted to start, you know, this this podcast. Sorry, I'm trying to get comfortable. Do you? I don't know what's happening. I'm too tall, and my ass is too big. And I think it, my ass doesn't have to do with any of this. Um, <laughs> but let us know, though, what you guys think. What do you <laughs> think dissociation is or dissociating? Yeah. Has it ever happened to you before? What's your opinions about a lot of the different topics that we talked about as well? Yeah. Schooling and in urban communities versus <laughs> suburban. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. But And like I didn't want to talk about like the dissociating to have everybody be like, Oh my god, like, you know. Like I didn't I just wanted to like share it because it's like kind of freaky. So if anybody else has like experienced something similar and doesn't really understand why or what it was that might have been it no it's true <laughs> sorry i've also had so many 
so many sessions about this word. I feel like this word is like in my dictionary at least like five times a week. <laughs> oh. You are not the only one. I added it. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> yes, but we want to know what you guys think. Um, and also, please tell us some topics that you want to hear from us as well. Um, we have a lot of interesting topics coming up for you guys uh, throughout this month. So please, please, please DM us. We're also going to put up a post on our Insta story, and we're going to ask you what topics you would like to hear for this season. Um, and we do have some very, very exciting news coming your way later in the spring. So yep. very excited for that. Um. And also, shout out to all the people who are, like, listening in from other places. Um, it's super, super cool for us to see. What were you going to say? Ohio. <laughs> yeah, we got Ohio. We got, you know, we got other countries. We got the Netherlands. We've reached Australia. It's just really cool to see, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Um, even if it's just to one episode, it's, it's just really cool. I do want to go to Australia Thank though, you. so please, please. Oh yeah, wait. DM we need us. a blow up over there so we can come tour Australia, right? Yes. So share it with your friends. Yes, please. <laughs> and then we'll move to Australia, and it'll be good. That's a long plane ride, <laughs> but I will go. <laughs> you said you want to go. I do want to go. I want to see my kangaroos. Kangaroo Jack, my favorite movie when I was younger. I've never seen that. Oh my god, you're you're canceled. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Canceling cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Success. Out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>